0: Switchcraft is brought to you live three times a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 3 p.m. U.S. Eastern and on Saturday at whatever time I can get to it. Tune in live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. This episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by patrons like you. Support Switchcraft and my other content for as little as a dollar over at patreon.com slash listen. If you're looking for ways to support the show, there's a million ways to do it. Head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash thank you you'll find a bunch of links over there. I really appreciate everyone who supports the show. If you're looking for an absolutely free way to support the show, you can just try reviewing the show on Apple podcast. All those five star reviews really do help. I read every single one. And if you do five star review, we'll read your name on the show. So thank you so much. Uh, Let's go ahead and jump right in with the first news headline today. There is a financial, uh, a U.S. financial expert known as Barron's, I guess. I don't really follow financial news or things like that. But whenever something gets in the news about Nintendo, I tend to sit up and pay attention. And uh, Barron's had posted a an article basically saying that Apple should buy Nintendo. And of course like a bunch of people were like, is Apple buying Nintendo? Uh, especially because right after that, uh, Nintendo's shares went up 5%, which, you know, I mean, maybe it's a coincidence. Maybe it's not a coincidence, but it, it begs a, an interesting question. And it's a question that it's certainly not the first time that somebody has said that, um, Apple should buy Nintendo. I think that, if you were to compare the two companies, um, Apple and Nintendo would be a pretty fair comparison. They tend to do their own thing. They uh, they, they always tend to stay outside the pack. Uh, they like to design their own hardware rather than developing software for other hardware. Uh, their fans tend to be pretty intense uh, not obviously all of them, but uh, many of them. Um, I am a fan of both companies. I, you know, I have I have Apple stuff, I have Nintendo stuff, and I think that it would definitely be a good move for Apple. Now, Apple has like a hundred and fifteen, no, a hundred and fifty billion dollars of cash on hand, just sitting there doing nothing, just sitting there collecting interest. And I guess right now, Nintendo is currently valued. Again, I'm not a business guy. I'm not a financial guy. I don't really know about this stuff. But Nintendo is currently valued at like $40 billion. So Apple could essentially just pay cash for Nintendo if they wanted to. They could, they could walk up and say, here's the money in a big old uh, case. There's your there's your cash. Um, The you know, all the shareholders of Nintendo would would make a big old wad of cash and then Apple could walk away being the owners of Nintendo. And, you know, I I tried to think about this today um, in what little time I had, but I was just I was too swamped and I didn't really get a chance to form any thoughts about it. So anything that I say right now is all just right off the top of my head and uh that shouldn't be any big surprise to you guys that's usually how how i run the show uh so let's th- let's think about who would benefit from an apple nintendo uh merger well i think apple would benefit big time nintendo has a lot of really really strong intellectual property that apple could then leverage um Im- imagine if um the next mario or the next Zelda uh, mobile games were exclusive to iOS. I would tick off a lot of Android people. Um, But would it be enough to drive people to Apple? I don't think so. I mean, I could be wrong. But I think people choose the operating system of their phone separately from what apps are available on it. I... But that being said, most apps are available on both uh, phones or both operating systems. So I don't really know what to think about whether or not it's something... Like, I don't really know what to think about whether or not Apple would then restrict Nintendo mobile products to Apple devices. Um, I think people who own an Apple TV would probably benefit like i'm sure that nintendo would start uh putting out stuff for the apple tv uh especially you know something that they could do and i don't i don't really know how powerful an apple tv is um i doubt it's as powerful as a nintendo switch but i could be wrong you know i could see nintendo selling and and I've said this in the past I could see Nintendo selling a controller a Nintendo controller that would be required for uh playing games on the Apple TV and then you would be able to um you know download the latest uh new Super Mario Brothers U deluxe uh Apple TV edition onto your Apple TV and play it there uh, so th- that's an interesting thing. It's it's really funny that this article comes out shortly after Mr. Furukawa uh, kind of said something in passing about whether or not Nintendo was going to stick in the home console market. And, you know, I've talked about this before, so you can go back and check out previous episodes to get my thoughts on that. At, at TLDR, I'm pretty sure Nintendo's going to keep making hardware. but what if Apple did buy Nintendo? Do we think that Nintendo would continue making um their own hardware? I mean, you look at the Nintendo Switch and while it's uh, you know, it's a good piece of hardware. I'm very impressed with what Nintendo did. It certainly isn't elegant. Uh, you look at what what Apple does and Apple's all about the elegance. They're all about uh seamless lines they don't like to have ports um you would probably have um, you know the headphone jack would disappear from the from the next version of the Nintendo Switch um maybe there'd be a notch I I don't know there there's a whole bunch of questions that have to be asked and the reason I'm talking about it is just because I think that it's interesting, not because I think it's going to happen. It's not like there's a rumor that it's happening. It's really just this business uh, publication said, hmm, you know what would be cool is if Apple bought Nintendo. And they aren't coming at it from a video game perspective. Those financial magazines are coming at it from the perspective of, look how similar these two companies are uh, their corporate structure would probably work really, really well together. And that would, that would benefit a merger between the two because there wouldn't be, a you know, people like the ball wouldn't be dropped. Uh, basically there would probably be a pretty damn good transition if that were to happen. But, you know, this guy probably isn't thinking, would Apple be hands-off? And whenever I think about Apple, they are, they are control freaks. If I were to say one thing about Apple is that they are control freaks. They want you to do things the way that they want you to do them. Of course, you say the same thing about Nintendo. Nintendo are kind of control freaks as well. They really uh, want you to do things that they, that, the way that they want you to do them. So it is kind of a match made in heaven, but at the end of the day, I think it would be bad for the uh, video game industry. It would be bad for fans of Nintendo intellectual property, people who like Zelda or Animal Crossing or Mario, like all that stuff. And it would be bad for people who like the innovation that Nintendo tends to do around hardware because... I think that at the end of the day Apple they would want everything to go through your um your iPhone or you know your iPad you know they would want the stuff to go through your iPhone or your iPad and if you if you do that unless there's physical hardware involved with the buttons I'm not interested I want I want physical hardware buttons to play games with and it's not a very elegant solution for how you how you slap some controls on the side of these sure you could make a thing that holds your device and has buttons on either side and while even i've proposed that in the past before the switch came out um i don't think that that's the right way to go for nintendo or for Nintendo's intellectual property. It would be very good for Nintendo, though. It would would make them... Like, if they moved to really focus a lot more on um, their mobile platforms, uh, you know, like we've got Mario Kart Tour coming out, uh, we've got Animal Crossing, uh, Pocket Camp, we've got Fire Emblem Heroes, uh, Super Mario Run, and something else that I can't think of, like those games are making a lot of money for Nintendo and it would make Nintendo a whole bunch of money. Actually, it it would make Apple a whole bunch of money to um, have Nintendo kind of focus on that stuff instead of focusing on things like our awesome Nintendo Switch back here. Uh, so while I am totally against this, and I also don't think that this is going to happen, I think that it would be beneficial for both Apple and Nintendo to do this. And it would be very detrimental to people who love video games, um, the video game industry as a whole. And I think it would just be a really, really bad idea. And I hope that it never happens. And you're... This is coming from somebody who is a huge fan of Apple and a huge fan of Nintendo. And while I think that they would make really good uh, partners, I think that at the end of the day, it would be bad for almost everybody who doesn't just have a financial stake in it. So fingers crossed that it doesn't happen. (laughs) Well, somebody was doing a little bit of data mining, and if you look at the... It seems like I, I, t- I tend to do a lot of these uh, data mining things, uh, but somebody was data mining uh, Mario Tennis Aces uh, code, and they found something very, very interesting. The data miner is Aussie9889, and they discovered two references excuse me, to a popular Nintendo character in Mario Tennis Aces. And here's the code. So the first one, it is, um, this is via Nintendo Soup. It says cage underscore link uh, point unlocks is 500. And then link underscore champion point unlock is 2000. So this feels like they are talking about uh, Link from the Zelda game uh and uh probably is two things that uh link would wear. I'm not sure what cage would mean, and it's k a g e underscore link uh but link champion would probably be link in the blue shirt and it it wouldn't be a huge surprise to see characters like Link start to show up in games like Super Mario Tennis. Um, you know Link is in Super Mario Kart and he's in Smash Brothers and more and more and more Nintendo seems to take these these ancillary Mario games like the sports games and stuff like that and start to inject things from other franchises in them Uh, for like in, in addition to Link um, being and Zelda content being in Mario Kart we also have Animal Crossing content in Mario Kart so I would fully expect that if if Mario Tennis is doing well which I think it is I think it is doing well even if uh, a lot of people have kind of panned it um and from what I've been told, uh, the current game is much better than the launch game. And it's a game I definitely should give another shot to. I just haven't had time. Um, but uh, where was I with this? Oh, yes, yes, yes. So, you know, it, it, if if Mario Tennis Aces is doing well, then it would make a lot of sense for Nintendo to keep doing DLC. Uh, for that I mean we've heard from Mr. Furukawa the current president of Nintendo we've heard from him saying that they want to add more DLC to their big titles and whether or not Mario Mario Tennis Aces is a quote-unquote big title for Nintendo you know that's up for debate but it certainly is an easy way to get DLC in like they don't have to make extra levels or anything like that all they have to do is make a model get the animations done and figure out how he stacks up against the other players um like balance wise and then it's job done and then they can move on to probably making an Isabel or um those crazy raccoon guys who uh Tom Nook you know, maybe Tom Nook will come to Mario Tennis Aces. I mean, who knows? I think that the more that Nintendo cross-pollinates their, um, their franchises between each other, the more interesting those games become. At least for me. What do you guys think? The more game cartridges a video game system plays, the more fun it is. One of my favorite games of all time was a complete surprise to me. Uh, I got it for free when I bought my Steam controller. If you don't know what a Steam controller is, it is a video game controller made by Valve that has these two customizable touchpads. They're really cool for PC gaming. I'm a huge fan. Um, and when I bought it, it came with every Valve game ever made and, and Rocket League. And when I started playing... or when I yeah when I when I when I looked at Rocket League I said to myself well Bill you don't really care about soccer and you don't really care about racing games so soccer with cars isn't going to be something that you're interested in but it's free so why not download it install it and try it out and oh my god was I wrong I was a huge fan of, of Rocket League it's one of my favorite games of all time it's so fun And the controls are just dead on. When you play Rocket League and you want to do something in the game, it's like the controls are so perfect that the car almost feels like an extension of yourself. Uh, Psyonix did an amazing job with Rocket League. And I highly recommend it to anybody uh, who who plays video games at all. It's incredibly fun. Now, Rocket League launched on the Nintendo Switch. Um, it was announced during the Switch's first year uh, at E3. It was a huge announcement, I believe. Like it it popped up and, and I was like, whoa, Rocket League, that's a big, big deal. Um, and then it launched on the Switch and Psyonix is one of those companies that I am a big fan of because they do the things that need to be done. They make sure that uh, their game gets a good treatment on every platform, and uh, they've worked really hard to improve Rocket League over time. Actually, they they forked over uh, the porting to another company who hopefully chat can remind me of who it is because I can't think of their name right now. Uh, But I am, I am a big fan of the company. I'm trying to it's not here. Uh, It doesn't matter. The company that ported it did a fantastic job. Uh, It's, it's not Sucker Punch, Johnny Link. It's another, it's another company who's, they also ported Doom uh, to the Switch. Uh, Panic Button. Thank you very much, Kodiak Moonwolf. I knew chat would have my back. Uh, by the way, if you don't want, uh, if you don't, um, watch live, you absolutely should over at twitch.tv slash run, jump, stomp. Uh, so panic button ported rocket league to the switch. They did a great job. It ran at 30 frames per second, but at the end of the day, when I was playing it and the, the two games, unless the two games were side by side, my PC version and my switch version, the switch version just seemed fine to me. And the gameplay is so fast that you can't really tell that the textures are a little bit muddy. And then they patched it so that they gave you the ability to decide, I want to have lower uh, resolution and higher frames per second, or I want to have it look prettier but have lower frames per second. So they leave that up to the player as well. Uh, That was a later patch. But I'm not here to talk about all that stuff. I'm here to talk about a brand new patch which just came out yesterday uh, on the January 14th and this is over at their official website uh, full cross-platform play is now live in Rocket League uh, so here I'm going to read this to you it says with special thanks to all our friends and colleagues at PlayStation we are thrilled to announce that starting right now Rocket League has entered the PlayStation cross-play ba- beta program. Bata program beta program Players on the PS4, Nintendo Switch, Xbox One, and Steam can now randomly, that's an important word there, we're going to come back to that, randomly matchmake with or against each other in all online match types. So that's casual, competitive, and extra modes. Uh, Now, this is not on by default. You have to go in and turn this on if you want to participate in that. Uh, They said to make sure that cross-platform play is enabled... Uh, oh, no, it is on by default, but you may have shut it off before. Uh, head to the main menu, select options, and then make sure cross-platform play box is checked in the gameplay tab. All right, so why did I say we needed to come back to the randomly thing? So the reason why I went, uh, I say we got to go back to there, the reason why I'm coming back to that is because that means like right now, if I'm playing on, we'll say my PC on Steam and you're playing on Nintendo Switch, we can get matched against each other, okay? But we can't join a party together and then queue up to play against other people, okay? We can randomly get matched against each other, but we can't be in a group together to play against other people. Now, now, right now, they said... What about cross-platform parties? They said, in our first update this year, so in 2019, there's more information coming soon on that, we will release our cross-platform party system, which allows you to partner up with friends on any platform with the push of a few buttons. Think about uh, what's coming down the pipe for Smite on the Nintendo Switch. I believe it's also coming down the pipe for Paladins on the Nintendo Switch. Well, actually on all platforms, sorry. Um uh, Fortnite already does that and we're going to uh yeah uh, Fortnite already has like cross platform uh parties so if my son's playing on his PS4 and I'm playing on my Nintendo Switch I can join a group with him and play together which is really really cool uh the only issue is if you like to use party chat then you can't talk to each other that way it only works through the game Now, I don't know if Rocket League is going to have um, voice chat. I don't know if Rocket League has voice chat built in on other platforms at all, now that I think about it. And uh, I guess it doesn't really matter because we'll just end up using Discord anyway. But uh, I think it's really cool. Now, why would I care about this if I can't play with my friends on other platforms yet? Although that's coming down the road. Well, first off, you can play with your friends right now uh by creating a private match, okay? So you can follow the links in the show notes to find out how to do that. But why would I care about this? Because the more players that every platform has access to, the faster you're going to find a game. So let's say that I sit down and we'll we'll um We'll, we'll we'll say that the 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 switch is, has the lowest install base for Rocket League. I think that's probably true. It's the newest console. The other consoles have been out for a while and so they probably sold lots and lots of copies of Rocket League on those other ones and not everybody's going to want to rebuy the game uh because it came to the Switch. And even though the Switch is selling like crazy, uh, there's still way m- there's still more Xboxes and more p s fours out there in the wild for people to use to buy a game like Rocket League so we'll we'll just all agree that hypothetically the switch has the smallest install base for Rocket League. What does that mean? It also means up until now that it had the smallest number of players to pull from. So when I start uh, when I look for a random match and the game goes out and starts looking for people for me to play with, there are less people who are available to me than would be available to somebody playing on the PS4 or the Xbox One or Steam. Now, up until now, you've been able to play with uh, people on Steam. You've been able to play with people, I think, on Xbox, but you've not been able to play with people on PS4 because Sony was kind of dragging their feet as the current market leaders, you know, they they have the most consoles out there. Uh they've kind of been winning with big quotes this generation of video games and I also say this generation with quotes because the dividing line between the generations is starting to get muddier and muddier as these um as these uh hardware developers uh start to go more and more along the lines of the incremental update like you see with with mobile phones so um i i've kind of lost my track of my my point here oh oh okay so there's a lot more people out there playing on these other platforms and playstation was saying well we want everybody to play on playstation so we're not going to play with these other platforms we're going to take our basketball Uh, I guess our soccer ball, you can play basketball in in Rocket League. Uh, We're going to take our basketball and go home like a pouty little brat. And, you know, there was some backlash from that and it took quite a long time. But Sony finally realized, hey, we're doing things for the wrong reasons and it's going to bite us in the rear end sooner rather than later like we're ticking off a lot of potential customers. Um, I think that they were totally fine doing the wrong thing if it meant that they would make more money but enough people kept complaining about it over and over and over and Sony finally said you know what fine we're not happy about it but we'll beta test uh, this cross-platform stuff. So I think that when the next generation of consoles comes out. I think the cross-platform will be the standard, which is fantastic. It's a really big thing. It's a really important thing, and it makes it so that it doesn't matter what my friends buy. I can buy the, the platform that I prefer. I think that that's a really important thing, and it's a very good thing. And Rocket League now finally having uh, cross plat full cross platform play, uh, is fantastic, and now we just have to wait for them to, uh, bring in the cross server parties, or I'm sorry, the cross platform parties, and we'll be all set. And I think that that uh, you know it's a long time coming. It's it's you know if we if I'm gonna quote uh the worst TV theme song in uh, modern sci fi history, it's been a long road getting from there to here. Uh, but we're finally here. Okay. I forgot how the song goes there. So I, I think that, uh, let me know what you guys think. Are you going to be playing uh rocket league more now that, now that you can, um, now that you can do cross platform play, uh, fully, I, I'd recently just, uh, turned it on, on my switch so that it would update because I've been playing a bunch of other stuff lately. So I'm all, I'm all patched up and ready to go. Put me in coach. Paperboy from Mindscape for your Nintendo Entertainment System. All right, everybody. We are coming up on that 30-minute mark. So I'm going to lightning around this last story. Um, it's very interesting. Well, not hugely surprising, but Fortnite was the most played Switch game in 2018. This is according to Nintendo of Europe, the top 21 Switch games. I don't know why 21. That's weird. Uh, I'll just look at the top few. Uh, Fortnite was number one. Not a huge surprise. It's free. People seem to love that game. I I think it's a fantastic game. It was my most played game in 2018. So that's not a huge surprise. Uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. I think that that's an indicator of a bunch of new Switches being sold. Um, Super Mario Odyssey, Splatoon 2, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. And I'm not going to read the rest off. But those were the most played games of 2018. Uh, Before I move on from this story... There's one thing that I have to point out here, and that's very interesting, and that's that Pokemon Let's Go uh, Pikachu and Pokemon Let's Go Eevee, uh, they're part eight and nine on here, and those games came out at the end of the damn year, so how in the hell did those games, those games which came out in November, how did those get played more than a game like... Rocket League, or Mario Plus Rabbids, or Octopath Traveler, or, well, or Paladins, or Super Mario Party, or Mario Tennis Aces. That's pretty crazy. I know they're Pokemon games, but they only had a month to do that, and that's really, really impressive, and, um, well, two months to do that. And then there's Super Smash Bros. Ultimate came in 18th, but it's not a huge surprise. I think most people probably got that game on December 25th. So it doesn't surprise me at all that Super Smash Brothers Ultimate is uh, so low on this list. One last thing before I go anywhere else uh, or before we wrap up the show is a question that I'm not sure about. Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu is eight. Pokemon Let's Go Eevee is nine. So does that mean that those games are actually counted as separate games? Because they're really the same game. I mean, some people might say that they're different, but they're not. They're essentially the same game. And if they're counted separately, does that mean that like if we combine those two for playtime, do they move up even higher on the list? I don't know. Anyway, let's uh, let's go ahead, wrap up the show and get out of here because I got stuff I got to get done. Um, First off, uh, no episode of 78 Degrees Tomorrow. Uh, zap and i talked he understands but i i'm just completely swamped with the america's next top podcaster um uh, uh competition that i'm in uh which we should have information about that soon uh when you guys can download and listen to that but i'm just swamped with that stuff and i i can't sit down with with uh richard and record tomorrow so uh sorry about that we'll, we'll try and make it work next week um Let's see what else. Oh, don't forget that if you want to check out the full show, you can either come and watch live over at slash twi- run jump stomp, or you can watch uh, some of my YouTube videos over at slash uh, run jump stomp. If you want to support the show, easy way to do so uh, run jump slash. thank you. Uh, that's a very, very easy way to support the show. There's a bunch of links there. Make sure you check those out. All, all of those links help me create more content. I just want to take a second and thank the people who already support the show. You guys are fantastic. Thank you to the Twitch subscribers. Uh, Thank you to the patrons. Uh, You guys, every time that uh, I I look and I see that there's people on there that either subscribe on Twitch or YouTube or or Patreon or watch the show live, it, it just blows my mind that you guys support the show, so thank you very much. I appreciate it. And um, I, I also, if you use Twitter, um, let me just bring up this, um, bring this up on my iPad here. There's a, there's a tweet, not a tweet. There's a an account on Twitter that you guys should check out. Um, I'm trying to find it. It's an. It was mentioned on everyone on here. Okay. Um, if you want more information about America's Next Top Podcaster, uh, then check out on Twitter at Podcasting Idol. That's at P-O-D-C-A-S-T-I-N-G-I-D-O-L, uh, to get the, the, the news about this competition that I'm in, which is, is really weird. Uh, but I'm having a lot of fun with it and I'm looking forward to more. I'm out of here. I will see you guys on Thursday. Uh, you guys stay awesome.